What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Halo 3, developed by Bungie, published by Microsoft Games Studios. So after your disappointment in the story for Halo 2, how are you feeling about Halo 3, Caleb? Um, you know, I, Halo 3 I actually liked a lot better. Uh, one, Bungie took it back over. Um, the only thing that I didn't like about it, and I I don't like it when they do this in general. There's a couple of games that have done this before, mm -hmm. right? Um, where they tie in other things into the storyline. So you had to have known those other things to fully understand the story, right? Right. And one of the things they did here, Halo Uprising, which was a comic tie-in. It takes place after those events, right? Mm-hmm. And I never read it, never read the comic. I have no desire to read the comic. Um, I'm not that invested in the Halo universe, right, mm -hmm. to do it. Um, so, like, that really frustrates me because I get why. Like, it gets you more in depth. It gives you more information. You're, you've got a little bit of know-how of what's going on. But why can't you just make a series of games where if I just played the games, I know everything, mm. right? Yeah. Like, why do I have to read a comic? Why do I have to read a book? Why do I have to watch this movie? And Halo does this a lot. They do do it a lot where to get like the full scope of what's going on in the game, you had to have gone to this outside source to do it. So that was first and foremost, my biggest issue with the game that being said everything else was amazing mm -hmm. like it, it really kind of pulled me back into that first halo game type feel you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you know i i talk about the fact that they they did it based off of halo uprising right like after the events of halo uprising they do kind of talk about it a little bit, and it's not unplayable if you've never read the comic. It's still very much playable. It's still very much enjoyable, everything like that. It just You don't have all the information. And I think but the biggest reason why I hated this was because it wasn't even like the same type of platform of entertainment. We're going from a video game to a comic book. Those are two different platforms of entertainment. We're like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 1 came out on the PS2. On the 3DS, you had um, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And then on the PS3, you had Kingdom Hearts 2. I never played Chain of Memories. Mm. I went from 1 to 2 and went, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't even know Chain of Memories existed, but at least it was in a gaming platform. So if I really wanted to, I could go back, I could play through that game still in the form of entertainment that I like, mm -hmm. right? And get the full scope of it. This, if you're not a comic book person, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just kind of pulls you out of it. Where, like, I, I don't know many, I'll be honest, I don't know many gamers who aren't comic book people, but they're out there. Mm -hmm. There's some. Like, I, I don't rule them out, and yet again, they kind of forced you, like, if you're really into Halo, then you've really got to be into this. It's like uh, Diablo with writing books about the Diablo universe, but at least they don't put it in their games, mm -hmm. right? You don't have to read the Diablo books to play the Diablo games and understand what the fuck is going on or what has happened and how they all link to each other or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a book series that I was recently listening to, and... There was a comic book between there's three books in the series and there was a comic book between books one and two. And in book two, they talk about the death of one of the characters from book one. And I kept waiting through for them to explain what happened to that character. How he died and in the everything. Sec, yeah, yeah, in the second book. And they never do. And that's when I found out. No, because it happened in a comic book. So I spent the, the $14 to get the comic book on Amazon because I wanted to know what happened to that guy because he was in he was integral in the first story. Yeah. So same thing. Like, yeah, I understand what you mean. I wasn't I wasn't necessarily like upset that I had to buy the comic book, but it was again more of like you can't. it's 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 not the it's not the fact that i have to do it. it well actually it is it's the fact that i have to do it i have to do it 
you're not giving me an option. Mm -hmm. If I want to understand fully everything, then I have to go and buy this other form of media. Like take the, um, the star Wars movies, for example. Yeah. First three star Wars movies, four, five, and six. I'm not talking about one, two, and three, four, five, and six. You could watch those movies, not read a single book, not know anything else that was going on in that universe or what was happening with these characters and enjoy those movies. Mm -hmm. It all connected. It all flowed. You may not necessarily know the timeline in between the movies, but it didn't matter. Right. Because it flowed. It fit. It, 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 you didn't feel like you were missing out on anything. Nothing was said where you're like, wait a minute. What does that mean? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's let's rewind. You just said this. When the fuck did that guy die? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It it fit where there's a lot in the last three, seven, eight, nine, right? Mm. Where Disney wants you to buy their books. Disney Disney wants you to get full information and understand what's going on and some of these things that they mention and everything. You have to buy the books. Well, and not even that, but if you look at Solo, the Solo movie, yeah. anybody who didn't watch this, the animated show would have no idea why and how Darth Maul came back at the end of Solo. Oh, yeah. You, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. If all you watch are the movies, that would have been completely over your head and been like, where did he come from? Why did he come from? Last time we saw him, he was but again, half and falling down a shaft. I look at it as that's still the same media platform. Mm right yeah if i want to get filled in all i have to do is watch this tv show maybe i'm not a person who likes to read books <laughs> they're out there there's a shit ton of them out there yeah right and in all honesty i would rather listen to a book than actually sit down and read it i like books they they put me in a different world and everything but i don't actually like reading yeah. books. um i've never been a huge fan of reading books i've always felt like there's better things that i can do with my time that are more entertaining do i read books absolutely like a hundred percent i have loads of favorite books and everything like that and a lot of them were before you could just listen to yeah. books right yeah and in all honesty there are some books that i would still prefer to read than listen to the entire lord of the Rings series mm. like i i love tolkien one of my best, but dude, that boy can drag on a fucking mountainside forever. Right. Like, holy shit. But it doesn't mean that I want to mix these media forms, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to play a game and be like, oh my God, to understand what happens next, I've got to go and read these three books, this comic book, watch this movie, and then I'm prepared for the next game. Yeah. But I'm noticing it does happen. And it happens a lot more often than you think. Just a lot of the times, like, comments made are people just think of them like that. Like, oh, I'm sorry that, to hear that John died. John was a main character from the first game. They don't really explain how he died, but now you know he died. Mm -hmm. And you just move on, right? So you don't expect to see John anywhere in this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when he comes back, you're like, oh, my God, wait a minute. I thought he was dead. And it doesn't really matter all that much if you didn't read the book and find out, like, it was in an explosion and, you know, they didn't ever find a body mm -hmm. and all that other shit. It was just a, he died one moment. The next moment, he's shooting his way out of a creature. And you're like, oh, my God, he's alive still. <laughs> Yay, John. You know? Yeah. But when it's like this, it picks up right after the events of halo uprising mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going on yeah like you're just kind of like cool i'm 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 arriving in africa because for whatever reason halo really loves africa uh, they do they really do it, it's not that africa is a bad place it's just kind of weird <laughs> But yeah, and then like it's just kind of one of those like okay, where like again he's found by Johnson and the Arbiter, right? You're not gonna let me talk about? No, I hate it. <laughs> it pisses me off. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but like you get what I'm saying. You don't know what's happening. You <laughs> left off punching a priest, yeah, in the face, and then Cortana and some other robot dude, Gravemind, Gravemind, right? Yeah, not a robot, Gravemind. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I everybody's a robot in this. Everybody's a <laughs> fucking robot. No, um, Gravemind mm. talking about how like he's got questions. They want to be BFFs forever, and then all of a sudden you're arriving in Africa and literally just like falling out of the sky like a comet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what <laughs> exactly where did this come from what no so like yeah but sorry yeah at this point i was so i was so jazzed about the halo series um you know not to mention that really after the second game you were jazzed or were you jazzed because bungie got it and get back again because that was a big thing if i remember i was i was excited because this one was on the 360 Yes. So I knew it was going to yes. look better. I knew it was going to play better. Um, this was I, the first one on the 360, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was stoked, you know, and you're right. Like, yeah, the second one, here's the thing, right? And I look, looking back on it, the second one I liked because I didn't know any better. You know, like it, <laughs> well, I was young, I was naive in my early 20s. It's true. The next three games that they released, I had way more fun with than Halo 2, but I didn't know that when I was playing Halo 2. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this was great. This was fun. Halo 3. And then I played Halo 3 and I went, oh, yeah, Halo 2 is not looking as good as it did. But mm. same thing. I mean, I was super stoked for it. I was, I was ready to play it. And yeah, I... Um, I even actually remember not specifically looking at any other release material because I didn't want to ruin much of anything. I wanted to be like, where surprised. Do, yeah. Like, where do we pick up and what are we doing now? And, you know, I know that the Arbiter is now a part of the things and I know that the, you know, we have the arc that we have to deal with and we have the other rings that we need to deal with. How many other rings are there? Yeah. Like, because they don't specify in two. They just say the other ring yeah like it's just it was just it was like cool uh, uh, this will be the end of the story and prior to this point right the story was you are this super awesome spartan who beats up all these aliens and blows up this ring that's trying to kill everybody and then in the next one you're even you're even more of a badass and now there's a bigger problem and now aliens and humans are coexisting instead of fighting. So it's like, you know, I feel like the inflatable flailing wacky arm tube men. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> what's going to happen? And yet he sounds like Kermit. Well, that's just my go-to. That's Whoa. your go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The frog. so please hit us with the, the plot. Oh no. I, I was, I was just more of getting to that point. Cause again, so you played these games as they released, right? Mm. I did not. Yes. I did not. I like if I haven't made that abundantly clear by this point in time, I did not. Halo was not a franchise that really drew me in. I've never actually really been into sci-fi as a genre in general. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a Star Trek fan. Let's get that out of the way right now. If you notice, I talk way more about Star Wars than I do Star Trek because I like Star Wars more than Star Trek because it's a space fantasy. Mm -hmm. it, it, like, I don't really see it as like a, um, a sci-fi much as a, a space fantasy game, you know? Yeah. Blasters are really just arrows because you can't hit shit with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the force is just magic. The force is just magic. Swords are the ultimate weapon. Like it, right. And mm -hmm. it just, yeah, it's a space <laughs> fantasy. Um, so like I, I never really got into these games. I never really played them. Uh I think I've made it five minutes into this game. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I'm trying to play through them all so that we can do these podcasts and everything like that. Um, but I unfortunately I can't just sit and play for twelve hours a day like I would love to. Yeah. I absolutely would love to. And right now is a great time for it because there's like shit out in the uh gaming world. It is a very dry and deserted place right now as far as game releases go you know you're sad like it's sad when you get excited for pioneers of auto olive town <laughs> which is a farm simulator made from japan for kids <laughs> because it's a game it's new it's different like it's at least it's new <laughs> like i did you just look it up? I did. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, dude. It's, yeah. Yeah. 
I got a town. It's <laughs> it's neat or a little farm. It's named Keebleton. Oh, the okay. Keebleton farm. Like Keebler? Like Keebler elves, yeah. Okay, yeah, but it's it's Keebleton. Um but yeah, like so I I I have been trying to play this, but I basically got to the point where you fall out of the sky, you get found, right? Mm-hmm. And then you basically report back to Keys, and she's like, all right, let's do this, you know? And then you basically just go into the first mission, and I think I played through about half of the first mission, and then I had a baby, and he, he like, I like me personally, I babysit. Sorry, <laughs> let, me, let's ma- let me make that clear. I did not, like halfway through the mission just squat out a baby (laughs) um because that kind of sounded weird like halfway through the mission i had a baby um no i babysit he woke up from his nap and then it was kind of like ah fuck all right let's let's do this right and it's not like it's a problem i love the little guy and everything just in case you know mom's listening or whatever he's great he's adorable he's amazing um super smart super funny likes to bite me uh but kind of once that happens me playing video games even though he's at that age of like he would watch it and he would love it mm-hmm. he's not gonna know what the hell's going on it doesn't really happen because then you feeding nap time all, all that other diaper all, changes all that stuff you have to do with kids all that stuff you have to do with kids so then i have i have yet been able to actually like pick it back up again so i'm gonna be honest this is one where it's it's a lot of you big guy okay i can i'm cool with that Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. So yeah, as you were saying, Master Chief falls from the sky. You meet up with Johnson and the Arbiter. and Who are BFFs. Who are now BFFs. And yeah. actually, it's really funny too, because cause, right, cause the Chief has no knowledge that the Covenant and the humans are working together. He does not know that. So he's standing there and... Again, which you don't understand why. If you didn't read Uprising... You don't understand why Chief doesn't know that the Covenant and the humans are working together. Oh, I always just figured it out. I always just, well, I shouldn't say figured it out. I always thought it was just because from the second game, you never, Master Chief never sees the Arbiter working with the humans. Yeah. So that was what I took it as. I'm guessing that there was probably more in the comic that explains it. I have no idea. I've always, again, I've never read the comic, but I've always just kind of assumed that it was more of a, because again, you end punching an old dude (laughs) in africa like you're 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 over earth Mm-mm. no that's the part that always weirded me out because remember you get in the ship and you jump away <gasps> oh i forgot about that yeah that's right and that's why i was like i'm like how exactly did the chief get home like I'm, get back to africa yeah. i got it now yeah i never remembered so, it. but because he's gone mm-hmm. and he's now returning yeah he doesn't know yeah sorry now it makes more sense i'm like he was in africa he's falling in africa and he doesn't know shit <laughs> like was the heat of entering the atmosphere causing amnesia? No, but it does lock up your armor. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, like, they do this thing to unfreeze your armor, and, like, the Master Chief sits up, and then he sees the Arbiter come out in decloak, and he, like, grabs a pistol and runs up and jabs it under the Arbiter's mouth, and Johnson is just like, no, 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 we're friends now, and the Arbiter just kind of, like, gives him this look of, like, do you fucking mind? Yeah. I love it. I love that scene. Yeah. Can you... uh remove said pistol from <laughs> said in between because it's like up in between you know their mouths they have like the two jaws mm-hmm. like it's up in it's between up the in two there, jaws yeah. it is yeah. like literally pre- pressing against the roof of his mouth <laughs> um so yeah so uh the chief and everybody else they go to a unsc outpost um where every where captain or where commander keys because she's not she's a commander Yes. And this is Captain Keys' daughter still. Yes. Uh, and Lord Hood, again, Ron motherfucking Perlman, um, are are planning their final effort to to stop the last covenant leader, the prophet of truth. Um, Wait, isn't that the prophet that you punch in the face? No, no. Um, that one was regret. Oh, that's right. I think. Because you you kill Will, like right at the beginning, then you punch regret. And that, yeah, Prophet of Truth was the only one left. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Too many damn prophets, not enough fists. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Truth is obviously, he's trying to he's trying to activate a Forerunner 
um, like artifact that the covenant have excavated. And uh, okay. so your job is to just clear out the, the anti-air covenant defenses. So the ships can come in and try to blow the whole thing up. But of course it doesn't work because as you get there, um, truth activates the artifact creating a slip, slip stream, blah, blah, slip space portal, which he and everybody else go in again, another reoccurring theme in these games. Everybody's constantly jumping into hyperspace. Like, ha ha, fucker. Yeah. Gone. But unfortunately, at just as that ship goes away, the flood infested ship of um, what was it called? High Charity. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one the that the grave two. mind is on and everything. Yeah. That comes crashing in out of nowhere, crashes right next to you. Okay. And now all of a sudden, you've got infected flood running all over the place. So the elite forces. Um, you know, of the Spartan and ever of Master Chief and Arbiter and everybody. Um, they're like, well, now we gotta stop this because the flood, right? I mean, the flood is like a a parasitic organism that, that just kills everything. Yeah, it converts all of the organic material into be kind of itself. It's not good. It's basically not, it's yeah. just it's just not good. And this is the third time that you have encountered said floodness. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you run over to that. You run over to that ship, and you end up getting a message from Cortana that she left aboard it. Um, and so uh, everybody from the chief, the arbiter, um, all the other elite soldiers, Johnson and Keys, and all of their troops. Oh, and some of the elites, right? Because the um, the arbiter does have his own like squad elite of squad, elite yeah. troops. Um, they all jump in a ship and fly after truth and go through the portal. And we have a special guest who comes with them. <laughs> this little son of a bitch. Three, four, three guilty spark. Yeah. Well, how is this fucking thing still survived through all of this? <laughs> well, pretty much at this point, he's like, I don't have anything to do. My job was to set off my ring and you guys blew that up. He's uh, he's the fucking claptrap. <laughs> he is. He really Halo. is. He is. <laughs> That's what he is. Yep. <laughs> So he goes with them. Yeah, he ends up going with them. Um, so as they go through the portal, right, um, the humans, just the whole squad, right, of the humans and elites and everybody else find the Ark, which is from the second game. And this is what Guilty Spark was talking about. This is where you can remotely detonate all of the rings. I know. So why would you bring him? Um, well, at this point. What, why? Well, he, he knows. He seemed gleeful in the second game that this event had happened. Why would you bring him? Uh, I don't know. Dumb decisions. <laughs> Dumb decisions. But then again, you know, Marines, they, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't, we didn't train them to think. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> so you get to the installation and guess who shows up? The Flood. Man, yeah. they are like everywhere. They, they're just, they're literally like parasites. They are just Do everywhere. they follow you through? They, they just show up. I don't remember them coming through the same portal portal as, as everybody else. It's okay. just as like, like clearly the grave mind knows where this installation is is my guess yeah and so he sends a ship and it now crash lands um and of course the flood is now infesting the station yay yeah well it's doing what it does it, it just it takes over everything right mm -hmm. um and you know what follows is just a standard set of levels like right again in this one like nothing really jumped out at me there's like one fun level on a beach where you know you get in some some vehicles and you kind of fly to some installations and do some stuff and you fly back and there's some fun space combat but again like there was nothing here really that grabbed me per se you didn't get that far so you wouldn't know what i'm talking about no um but ends up truth ends up capturing johnson because um, they realize that they need a human to activate Forerunner technology, because why? Because okay. plot. I don't. Know, he read. He read the script. That's the only thing I can think of. Got it. Yeah. Cool. I like the script. <laughs> um, Keys does this really cool, brave, heroic thing. She crashes a pelican into where you know where they're gonna activate everything, and she gets out and you know she starts trying to save everybody and ends up getting killed. Moment of silence for Commander Keys. Oh, no, I really liked her. Yeah. Um, and Johnson, of course, is forced to activate the rings. Um, 
<laughs> and now here is here is the next big twist, right? You thought it was originally you thought it was weird that the Covenant were helping the humans. But now all of a sudden, right, as as the rings are activated, the grave mind is like, OK, look, this is some bullshit. I don't want these rings going off. So I'm going to help you kill truth and all of his covenant forces and like all of these floods show up and up until this point i mean this would be like having playing a zombie apocalypse game and the zombies walking up to you and then stopping and being like eh, we're on your side now because all of a sudden it's just this mass rush of flood leaving this complex that are now on your side it was for me it was like a holy shit moment yeah that's you know? kind of crazy so it's like because you know grave mind controls the flood mm-hmm but the way that the flood has always acted up until this point is, is just mindless organisms that consume, devour, and conquer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so to see them basically not be that, like it's more of like a hive mind mm -hmm. type deal. Yeah, that must have been pretty crazy. I was just about to say, even though you just said that you don't watch a lot of Star Trek, I this to me just screams of the Borg. Yeah. You know, well, because, right, it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of mindless drones being controlled by one person, Borg Queen and Gravemind. And those individuals have, like, they're the ones with the strategy and they're the ones with the yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. It's know? a hive mind. Yeah. Bees, buddy. Bees. <clears throat> bees, there you go. Or, you know, um, Kerrigan in StarCraft. I like StarCraft. I like StarCraft, too. <laughs> so they go running off and they go after Truth. Truth. Um, the arbiter eventually gets to it, gets to truth and kills him. And then the grave mind changes his mind and turns on the master chief and the arbiter and everybody. Oh, good. Because Couldn't see that one coming plot twist. I mean, but of course, like, I mean, if we didn't do that, we'd have nobody fight for the rest of the game. Like that was expected. That would be it. Yeah, that, that would be it. <laughs> well, and I, I was kind of waiting like I was waiting in the second game for you to like fight grave mind and, and all of this because it kind of seemed like the next logical step yeah right for the boss yeah because here's this new race that we well not really new but enemy behind the race right yeah and when it didn't happen in the second one i was kind of like oh that's weird it's coming <laughs> so yeah th that doesn't surprise me so continuing on um yeah, so after the grave mind turns, um, the chief, the arbiter, and guilty spark figure out that the Ark is actually constructing um, another halo ring to replace the one that the chief blew up. So I guess maybe that's also what this thing does. This thing creates the rings and then also remotely controls them. Do they find out how many there are? I don't. I don't remember if they ever say a specific number. I will be perfectly honest. I don't ever remember a specific number. I remember a map filled with dots. Oh, shit. Like, that's what I remember seeing is just okay. like, they're like, here are all the rings so far. But. Exactly. Right. Um, so the arc is like a big, bad forge. Yeah. It's like, okay. yeah, like it, it not only creates rings, it also controls them. Um, so Chief decides to do the only thing that makes any perfect sense. He decides to activate this new Halo ring while because it would destroy the the actual arc and the flood that are all over this station while sparing, of course, the galaxy yeah. from the floods itself, especially if you end up taking out the grave mind. Yeah. So Chief realizes he needs a hand and he needs to rescue Cortana. And because the ship that crashed was high charity, it crashed on, Oh, maybe it wasn't high charity then. I thought it was high charity. Hi, no, I think it was one of the ships from high charity. Maybe. Because if you remember, high charity is like this giant floating city. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, so I think it was one of their ships that crashed into earth and released the flood. High charity crashes into the arc. I thought it, I thought it was, Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll believe you. Um, Cause yeah, it's high charity. That's where she was. Right. Cause that's where we left her when she was um, helping out in Halo two. That's why she was able to talk to the grave mind. So chief decides he's going to go rescue her because she has the activate. She has the activation index from the previous ring. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so arriving there. Cort- She's needed to hopefully destroy this one. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So arriving there um, in the new ring, uh, Cortana warns the, that uh, Master Chief that the Gravemind is trying to rebuild itself inside the ring. Um, so the Chief, Arbiter, and Johnson travel to uh, the control room of the Halo because they got to set it off. That's where you got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Guilty Spark ends up explaining that a premature activation... And I'm not mature enough to say that without giggling. I apologize. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um, we'll destroy it in the arc, basically just giving you that validation that Chief's plan would actually work. Work. Yeah. yeah. So Johnson ignores this for some reason. Um, but now we have our second twist. Guilty Spark fatally wounds Johnson by shooting him with like his face laser. So uh, like, how is that a twist? I literally just said like 20 minutes ago, I, why trust this motherfucker? What do you want from me, man? It's to be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, you as the chief destroy Guilty Spark in a fun little battle. You get to Johnson, but obviously he succumbs to his injuries and dies. Moment of silence for Johnson. Poor Johnson. Poor Johnson. Um, Master Chief ends up activating the ring and... I love I love the ending of this game because it is so reminiscent of the first game because now, right, Chief activates the ring and him and the Arbiter have to escape. So how do you escape? You realize that the the frigate forward unto dawn, which is the ship that everybody came here in. Yeah. Um, they're like, we can drive there. So it's this final level, similar to the final level in the first one, where you're driving around in a warthog. You've got enemies coming after you, and the place is blowing up around you. Yeah. And you you end with this really cool jump into, like, the cargo bay of the forward unto dawn. Um, and the, as the ship is flying away, just as it goes to go into slip space, an explosion happens because everything goes off, and the portal is destroyed so it cuts the ship in half with the arbiter being in the front half and master chief being in the back half separating them again so um so the front half of forward unto dawn make makes it back to earth with the arbiter inside and then we cut to like a memorial service because um uh was johnson was gonna say keys died johnson died and they think master chief is dead Okay. Because they suspect that the back end of the ship was destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. And you don't know any better. Yeah. So after the memorial service, the arbiters and the elites, um, they're like, "We're out of here. We're you're done. You know, we're done. You don't need our help anymore." And then we cut to the back of um, of the forward unto dawn, and you find out that what actually had happened was the ship started to go through the portal and ripped in half. So they're like somewhere between where the arc point was a and, point and B. where earth is. And they're just floating in the middle of space and master chief. It's, I don't know. I got super touched by it and was got all teary eyed. Um, the master chief cries into a, a cryo sleep chamber, just like you come out of in the first one. Yeah. And Cortana's like, um, I'm going to miss you. But I'll protect you. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Wake me when you need me. And then it closes. And then that's it. But in a um, hidden scene that you will only see if you complete it on the legendary difficulty, which you would have seen because that's how you play games because you're a a masochist. Yep. (laughs) The scene actually continues to show a piece of the forward unto dawn drifting towards this unknown planet. So we know that something is going to be happening with this in Halo 4. and then Which is credits. where the movie comes in under the same title. I only saw that once, and I rem- the only thing I remember in it is the older daughter from the Chronicles of Narnia movie is in it. Literally the only thing I remember. I, I remember seeing a live-action Master Chief running. I don't even remember that. I'm sure it was there. But don't even remember. Come on, it's an action movie. Of course he's running. <laughs> yeah, sl- slow motion with an explosion behind him, right? Little little hands like daggers. Tom Cruise run. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> as long as he's not running like Flash in the Justice League. Did you watch that? 
Now the, the like, Snyder cut. He like throws his arms out to the side when he runs. It's like he's like I don't know if that's like a flash thing because no, nope. I'm not a I'm not a big comic book fan. No, nope. but yeah, as long as he's not running like that, because I just that was that took me totally weird. out of the movie. It, it looks weird. it just yeah. looks so weird. And don't get me wrong, I love Ezra Miller, you know, and I think he did a good job as the Flash. Sure, but yeah, it just was a very weird. I haven't watched the movie yet. I don't. I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the few nerds that have failed in this regard and watching this new Snyder movie and drooling all over it because oh, don't get me wrong it's it's okay it's not yeah. great I mean I wasn't and even... then we go down to three followers <laughs> <laughs> um hey give me a break all right it's not my fault that Marvel Studios makes better movies than DC right it's not my fault I'm, I'm sorry yeah like you want to fight on it let's fight on it but We'll do that in a different podcast, one where it's called No Tokens Required Presents Fight On. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this is where we fight with you because I can't fight with him when I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, tell me one DC movie that is that is better than Thor Dark World, which in my opinion is the worst. Marvel Wonder movie. Woman. Wonder Woman is not worse than, than what, Thor Dark World. It's better. Oh, you asked which one's better than Thor: Dark World, Wonder Woman. Um, all right, maybe not the new one. No, the original. No, yeah, new one sucked. Yeah, eighty. New one's worse. Yeah. This is not. This is not a movie podcast. <laughs> so yeah, it is now. <laughs> and so yeah, that's it. I mean, again, not all like they. Br- so they brought the pistol back, right? The pistol was was noticeably gone in Halo Two, yeah, and that was deliberate. Yeah, they brought it back in this one. Um, they brought back a lot of weapons in this one. Um, they redid them. Yeah, they introduced and, the scout rifle. Yeah, and they they changed some of the power on them. So like some of the like your assault rifle wasn't as powerful as it was in the first two games, um, and shit like that, which. I didn't not a noticeable difference mm. in my mind. It was still fun. It was still good. Um, they upped the Xbox Live multiplayer uh, because now you have you know basically it was deathmatch and capture the flag and um, you can invite friends through friends list because by this point Xbox Live it actually they they grown they developed it, it was becoming more and more of a thing. Oh yeah. Um, it was actually starting to be a thing of like, if you wanted to play games, you had to have Xbox Live memberships around this time, if I remember correctly. Uh, not all of them, but not, some of them. Not play the game, but if you wanted to do anything online. Like, yeah. Like, you needed the Xbox Live subscription to do pretty much anything online. Well, now I feel like it's technically it's supposed to be the same thing, but I feel like if you don't have a live membership, then what the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, come on. Yeah. You can't do anything like there's a lot of them that they're server based games Mm. without an online feature. You can't even play the game. Yeah. You know, so. But yeah, in in all honesty, it didn't. It didn't it didn't feel much different, like a a little bit better. Um, They had like their version of a tracking system so you got matched up with people around your level but it like it wasn't it was xp based so you got matched up with either people who had been really shitty and played the game for a very long period of time Mm. or really good players who got a lot of experience per match and were already at your game level yeah right so it wasn't like the greatest matching system but it worked you know it more often than not you could play a passable game where you didn't feel like you were getting annihilated by some guy who was just trying to power level his third you know (laughs) uh voyage through this fucking thing but um yeah no and it it, they uh downloadable updates to fix game glitches and stuff like that these were these were new features um back for halo 2 halo 3 time period you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah I, other than that I, I got nothing man like it kind of sounds like it was a carbon copy of the first one in in a certain sense you know what i mean yes i know what you mean so yeah i like i liked this one um 
I would say this is probably... Bungie's like, we gotta bring it back. Yeah. We like, gotta bring it back. People this... hated the second one. Yeah, like, this one is probably, like, my fourth favorite one out of them all. Fourth? Wow. Yeah, there's a couple I like more. This one wasn't terrible. It, it just... It was, again, it was more about the conclusion of the story with the cliffhanger, you know, like... It didn't actually conclude a story. It it concluded, like, the Halo story. How? Because the Ark is destroyed, you can't make any more rings, and you can't set him off anymore. The, the flood, no, no, the, there is destroyed? no... Sorry, I'm... The, just because they went into standby mode doesn't mean that knowing computers, I couldn't fly to another Halo ring... Oh no! You could. hack it you off could. of standby mode you and could. activate it. You could. The Halo rings are still out there. They're still a potential threat. It's no, still not. dangerous. Gravemind is dead. There's no more flood, and the the whole purpose of the ring was to spread the flood. No flood. All you're doing is shooting out pieces of the rings. I mean, you may get some collateral damage if they crash oh, into a planet. That's right, because the Halo ring didn't didn't. It wasn't like a massive explosion that wiped out the galaxy. It was releasing the, the flood. flood. Yeah, the yeah, the rings would break apart with the flood parasites on there, and the grave mind would control them as they crash it crash on planets and ate everybody. And yeah, thing. yeah. With him dead, it doesn't, doesn't really, really work. doesn't really matter. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about the halo rings anymore. Yay! But now we have this new planet, and it's like, okay, what's the next challenge going to be? Uh. Darker colored brutes. <laughs> um, actually, technically lighter colored br- brutes. <laughs> Why does it got to be about color, Chris? <laughs> because the fourth game is very Tron reminiscent. Yeah, it is. Lots of neon orange everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so I liked this one. Like I said, it just it didn't have as it looked better, but it didn't make up for. You know, it looked better. It had some fun stuff to do in it. Yeah. One really cool level that I really liked. Other than that, it was the conclusion of the story. That's why it's not as high on my list because other games, in my opinion, like do better stuff when you're in them. Yeah. Eh, so, fair. Fair. Yeah. So I'll, I'll play through it and then I'll get to the other two and I'll try. I'll try and get them all. Mm-hmm. Catch them all. Gotta catch them um, all. Gotta catch them right? all. I mean, there's some new vehicles. I, yeah, like it's just. No, I, I really, I, I really think that's it. Like yeah. that, that's the story. It, it's Halo. It's Halo. It's what we've been discussing the last, you know, two Halo podcasts. It's, it's a first-person shooter with a lot of action, and the story is kind of interesting. And there seems to be a lot going on in it. Yeah, the I mean, relationship between Cortana and Master Chief. That's what drew me on, mm-hmm. and it, like that ending scene. That that would drive me on to play the fourth game. Yeah. Because I want to see what the relationship's like. You know, like that's that's that level of storytelling. I don't give a fuck mm. if it's a first person shooter or what. I'm into it. So I will I will give him that. But other than that, I, I've got nothing else, man. You got anything? Yeah, one last thing. One last thing. One last thing. Nightfall. Um 2001 okay yeah i know that you're not interested in like you know reading a book that is a part of a video game universe kind of thing but there's a book called halo the fall of reach and the reason i bring this up is because um in that book one of the things that you learn is what kind of ai cortana is you know you learn that there's differences in ais there's like there's what are called dumb ai they're the ones that maintain spaceship computers and operating systems and stuff like that. Then you is clearly not one of them. She is a smart AI and there's, there's good and bad to it. The good is that she's super advanced, super intelligent. She was literally built to hack covenant technology. So she's a great asset. The problem is that her quote unquote life cycle is accelerated and she's only able to operate for roughly seven years before she goes. What, we would deem is called insane. Yeah. Because basically what happens is, is her memory overloads. She goes crazy and then she just like corrupts herself and explodes. Yeah. In, you know, as basic as I can get. Yeah. So knowing if we read the book and you learn that Cortana is that kind of AI, then as you realize like, Oh, we're going into a new one. And the some of the stuff that happens in the third game when you're looking for Cortana, like she starts to seem a little off. That's another little hidden thing. But again, you wouldn't really be able to put that together unless you read the book. Wow. Um, but it's a very good book. Like 
I yeah. know you don't like to. I highly recommend checking it out. It basically tells the story of of Master Chief, of how he became a Spartan. Oh, okay. And it leads up to the events of the first Halo game. Um, there's also a game coming that comes out later called Halo Reach that has a similar parallel storyline to it. Okay. But the book, again, is more specific about Master Chief. So it's a good read. I I read it maybe once a year. Wow. Yeah, you just go it go back to Nerd. It. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I no. know. No, I my big thing is I just I've I'm one, I'm not that big into Halo. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm not that big into Halo. There are books that I reread. They there yeah. are. Like everybody has them. Um the problem that I find is I the, the second time around, I tend to read them like 10 times quicker than the first time. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this. And then I can recite it all to you. And that's just because of my memory. Um, <laughs> no, I totally get that. There are like chapters in that book that I skip now because I'm like, I don't need all of this exposition text. Yeah. I just want to get to like the actiony bits of the book. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Because you've read it so many times. Yeah. You, you just know. You remember. So I know what you mean. But, uh. No, it's not that I'm against it. There are plenty of game books that I've read. I've read a lot of the Diablo ones. I've mm. read some of the Starcraft ones. Um, it, it just has to be a genre that I'm interested in. Yeah. Right? Like, Diablo has always interested me because I've always been kind of interested in the whole angels, demons aspect, war between, all that other stuff. It's It's... It's interesting. It's cool to see what people do with that kind of information and, and knowledge and, and how they twist it and warp it. And really, that's what they're doing. And not in a negative way, but it's it's to create this amazing world and storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not that I'm against it. If it's a good book, if it's out there, man, f- read it. <laughs> read it. Because if, if you really love this world, the more you can get, read the comic book. To my understanding, it was amazing. And it fills in a lot of what happens between you slipping into hyperspace and going somewhere else and falling back into West Africa. Like mm-hmm. it fills all of that in read it. If, if you, this is your world, do what it takes. Mm-hmm. I've watched the movie. Like I saw it and I was like, I, I like halo. It's live action. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going on. Didn't understand a damn lick of it. <laughs> have no fucking clue what's going on. And I went, you know, I bet you if I played the games, <laughs> this would make more sense. This would like if I actually played the story because I went into it going, I like Halo multiplayer. Watch. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? I am so lost. I am so confused. <laughs> Why is he so massive compared to everybody else? Because he's like eight feet tall and everybody else is running around like they're three. Yeah. Like it, it's just. It's crazy. It really is. That's one of the big things that I remember about the movie is when he finally comes into it, he is massive. Mm-hmm. He is a massive motherfucker. But yeah, like, I I don't I don't dislike it. I just only hate it if I have to. Yeah. If you are forcing me to read a book to fully understand, that's where my my beef comes in. If it is just a matter of, hey, you can read this book and it gives you more information, like the one, it's explaining the AI systems, it's explaining what happened. I don't have to read that book to play and enjoy the game. Correct. To understand one game from the next. Yeah. I have to read um, Uprising to understand what happened between the second one and the third one. (laughs) And that's where I have the problem. I shouldn't have to do better and that is a completely viable stance i totally understand that perspective because i honestly i kind of feel the same way i mean like i don't know if i'm as passionate about it as you are oh it frustrates the shit out of me (laughs) but but it does again right like knowing that i had to go buy a comic book to figure out what happened to this one character in this book series i was like "Ah." and i mean i try i tried looking online to see if i could just find a little if somebody would tell you yeah a little snippet somewhere just try to figure out if i could get it i mean and it was 14 bucks it wasn't a big deal and i'm and i'm obviously super okay with i hope that comic book was thick 14 dollars for a comic book is actually pretty expensive no it was i mean it wasn't oh shit yeah that's (laughs) but no i would have been upset about that but i like i like the author i like the stuff that he's done that i've read i like 
I like him in the other stuff that he, the other content that he creates. Yeah. Um, so I was fine with doing it, but I, same kind of thing. Like I was peeved that I had to do it. Yeah. Just, it was like, <sighs> just to find out this one piece of information. Yeah. And why couldn't you just make a comment? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I browsed through that comic book in 30 minutes. As soon as I got yeah. off work and got home, I was like, I just need to know what happens to this guy. Uh, oh, that's what happened. Okay. Lame. So, yeah. So no. <laughs> $14 and $14 and 24 hours after being like, well, I guess I have to buy this comic book. I had my answer that I was like, and I couldn't find this online. It's kind of irked me. Did you put it online? No. Then you're putting somebody else through that. That's on you now, buddy. Well, now it is on me. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know what the overlap is for people who would read this book and people that would listen to this and, and really care. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I don't know. So, yeah. it is though. It is annoying a little bit, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I see it more and more happening, and that's what kind of drives me nuts. Is video games used to be a a just a here's the game here's your complete storyline oh here's a sequel to it here it is the resident evil franchise hasn't lasted this long because they between resident evil one two three four and whatever Mm -hmm. they went oh you want to know what happens read these 20 books it was all in the games yeah you know it was it was all there through cutscenes, storytelling, articles you could find. Like, if it's in the game and I actually have to seek it out and find this book and then read the book, good on you, game. Mm-hmm. Good on you, because at least it's in the game. Yeah. But, like, no. Now you're making me go out and spend another $30 and read a book which you know depending on your various reading speed 500 page book takes me a couple of days mm-hmm. right so a couple of days worth of reading to go seriously syphilis that's how he died <laughs> syphilis mother couldn't wrap it before he tapped it nope and okay. like thanks you know Capone. <laughs> like and that's it that that's the that's what would be fr- that's frustrating to me. Mm. You know what I mean. So I that's saying, all it's coming from is just the fact is it's. I feel like it's a money grab. Well, I was gonna say, and at least Marvel is doing TV shows for their in between stuff. Yeah, you know they're doing WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, and they have Agents of Shield. Agents of, Agents Shield. of Shield, like that's where it gets really confusing because I think it's like the first three seasons of Agents of Shield fills in some of the little bits that happen in between some of the Marvel movies, but then after that they diverge. Mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. takes place in a parallel universe and no longer follows. It, it's actually after Thor Dark World. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Come back. Yeah, <laughs> it's shortly after Thor Dark World that they actually separate from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they state we are no longer a part of the Cinematic Universe. We are our own thing. Hmm, okay. Um, But it, it's not made clear in the show. It's not like somebody's talking and be like, yeah fuck the cinematic universe it was press releases so but it, like they do there are books though they're um yeah com- comic books <laughs> yeah like it's it's crazy they're they're filled with pictures and images and it tells you all these storylines of what happened with these characters but realistically in their defense they came first it's true the movies are encroaching upon the comic books now they are but again I don't need to read the comic books to like Iron Man. Right. I don't understand his whole story mm-hmm. and everything that he goes through. And it's very much more PG in the movies than it is the comic books. Right. When he goes through his alcoholic phase. Yeah. Well, and fucking um, War Machine steps in as as Iron Man mm-hmm. to cover the fact that he's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> like, way to enable there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's so it. I don't have to. That's where it comes down. It's the I don't have to. Mm hmm. This, I kind of felt like I had to. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> so you can't make me. <laughs> and that, it, that's exactly it. For the longest time, I would not play Chain of Memories because I thought it was bullshit that they put it on a fucking handheld system that I didn't own. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> but I didn't. So 
I had no idea what happened between one and two in Kingdom Hearts. No idea. And you're all of a sudden there's supposed to be these 12 guys, but seven of them are already dead or some shit. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? When did I kill those fuckers? Who the hell were they? Who's that guy? Is there air? You don't know. I'm upside down. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. But still a fun game yeah and when you get into it and you play it and everything outside of minor things where you're like i don't understand who these characters are and everything the game's still playable it just pissed me off because it's like now i have to go back and play this other game that i didn't know and kingdom hearts is really bad at it Mm. not necessarily like hey read this book look at this comic watch this movie type deal but holy fuck the number of like games and everything that they've got going on for it and all that it's just fucking insane and the different platforms like hey you want the entire history of kingdom play this phone game (laughs) dump hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars to find out this game takes place three thousand years before sora no fuck you (laughs) fuck you game I wasted too much of my life, but I'm done. My tyrant is over. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel, buddy. I'm good. Okay. So speaking of good things to do, go over to our Facebook Facebook page and check us out there. Leave us a comment if you like. Uh, I always say we're active. We look at it. We'll respond. We're not really that scary. But nobody I wants to talk to us, Chris. <laughs> also, go to Podbean. All... Maybe they're afraid of your tyrants. Maybe. God, you gotta you gotta throttle those back, dude. Sorry, I don't mean to put up my tirades out there. Yeah, no. Um, go to Podbean. Check us out. All of our episodes are listed there. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, we'd appreciate a review. We're just trying to get the word out. We're just trying to get more people to listen. Um, it seems we like we love and appreciate all of you. We get so excited every week when we sit down to record new episodes. We go over who's downloading what and where it's from, and you know, uh, what what was what's the the Slovenia Slovenia. Big we love out. you guys. Shout out to you guys there. What? That's crazy. Like, it's awesome. And we would love to hear more from you. We'd love to get more fans. We Like, you can shape our content as much as we can, you know, talk about it. We'll... If it's video games, I'm there. Yeah. Like, let, let us know what you like that we're doing. Let us know what you don't like that we're doing. Like, you know, yeah, we just we're doing this because we want to and we like the feedback that we've been getting and we just want to keep doing it and we're happy to go with it. And yeah, my mom be- says that we're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we just, <laughs> we just you know, we, we just, we, we're just a couple of guys who love video games and we really do appreciate all of the love and support and downloads you guys have been giving us. We Absolutely. really do. We, we, to be perfectly honest, we never thought it would, we would be at where we're at at this point. I was like, we got seven guys. <laughs> they download our episodes every week. Nope. We're, we're out there and we just want to hear more back from you guys. So yeah. please come visit our, visit our Facebook page. Let's get involved. There's a game you want us to talk about. You want to hear our opinions on it, everything like that. Let's discuss. I have played a lot of video games, a lot, and we want to keep it active and interesting for you, right? Yeah, exactly. So thank you all so much one last time. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next, game on. What? Until you next. Did... Oh, I was waiting for next time. Oh, I'm sorry. And so you threw me off because it's every time you do this, every time, every time people okay. see, this is the frustration that I've got to deal with. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. One more take. Okay. So thank you all. And we'll, and until we see you. Nah. Wow. No, now you. I've got in your you, head. Now you do you want me? You, now do you, you want me to do it? No. Fuck you. <laughs> I, can, I can do this. I can do this. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shake it out. <sighs> all, right. all right. So thank you all guys. Thank you everyone. Until next time. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) Just do it. Thanks, guys. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast.
The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of no tokens required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from no tokens required.